I pulled on a black paper mask left over from Lone Ranger Masquerades, slung a material cape over my shoulders, and dashed outside to make my mark on the brick wall, shattering the shaft of the flimsy toy with two quick slashes. I've been suspicious of free gifts ever since. The street outside often smelt of manure as rag and bone men came on their rounds and milk deliveries were still made by a horse-drawn float. Our landlady was a small but robust Welsh woman of kind disposition and unusual airs. Every other day, a small liveried van from Harrods delivered a small loaf of bread to her door from Knightsbridge. An absurd extravagance for the landlady of a boarding house. Then she was also a person who liked music and mischief. Unusually for that time, she lived separately from her husband, a lay preacher down in the valleys of South Wales. So she took some delight in teaching me to blaspheme in Welsh, shocking her spouse when I innocently exclaimed, do, on one of the rare occasions that he came to visit. When it had been prudent to travel with their infant son, my family had taken the steam train to Liverpool, from there by electric train beneath the mercy to Birkenhead. I was baptized in the Church of the Holy Cross in the north end of the town. The church was then a brand new building of a modern design. Today it's defunct and sits behind a roller shutter to deter vandals. The priests have all left town. My mother spent a lot of my first four years helping to nurse my papa through his last illnesses. My first memory is of pushing a small metal car along the pavement of Galpy Road while my papa's slippered feet and the hem of his dressing gown kept pace with my slow progress around the weeds going up between the flagstones. The few halting steps of this constitutional were as fast and as far as he could now travel after a series of operations that would only delay his passing from stomach cancer in 1958. I remember the day of his departure. I was sent to a neighbor's house, away from the worst of it. Small roll of chocolate sweets had melted in the pocket of my itchy tartan trousers, and I had no one to tell that I had toffee all over my fingers, as people were crying in the kitchen. By the following year, my dad had saved enough money to move us to a small new housing development in East Twickingham, west of London. The first spring tide brought flood water and rats scampering up from the Thames, which ran 300 yards from our door. But at least we were no longer living in a basement.